Let me get out my NSFW stamp. There. This episode is not safe for work. Thank you so much to the supporters of this podcast. The Lesbian Romantic is my livelihood, and you giving back because you enjoy this podcast makes it possible for me to keep going. So thank you. If you would like to become a supporter too, go to lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Concealed, Part 20, Dangerous. Previous episode. (laughs) I definitely do not consider you a friend. Viv and I got married when I was only 21. Viv? As in a woman? I was wondering if you always call Woodward honey. (laughs) I don't. But I guess I wanted to make you jealous. June 12th, 2061. San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 12.15, local time. This is it. Elle said, after parking the car next to a building that was much smaller than Louise had expected. The gray, one-level structure had large solar panels on a flat roof. The parking lot in front of it was abandoned apart from their car. Where is everyone? Louise asked. Elle pointed at a guard station near the gate. Security guy is probably over there. Louise rubbed the back of her neck. They had arrived here sooner than she had hoped. What about the rest of the staff? She uttered. Not much staff here on most days. This is not exactly critical infrastructure. They'll be here in an hour or so. Probably waited out the storm, Elle said. Louise nodded, opened the door, and got out. She quickly grabbed her gear from the back seat. She swallowed nervously as she straightened up. She had no idea how she was supposed to behave around Elle now. After Elle had admitted she had wanted to make Louise jealous, they had gone back to silence for the rest of the way. During that time, Louise had slowly come to terms with the fact that Elle really did seem to like her. Then, she had gotten really nervous. Louise squinted at the guard station. She couldn't see anyone inside. As far as she could tell, they were pretty much alone. She looked for the entrance of the building spotting a door on the left. Let's go, Elle said, locking the car. Why is this place no longer critical infrastructure? Louise asked, 
hurrying after Elle, who was heading for the building at a remarkably quick pace. It's old, Elle replied. Look at it. She gestured towards the building. Louise had to admit the structure seemed at least a couple of decades old. The walls were still made of large bricks, painted in a dark green. This location didn't look anything like the other two she had visited. Elle stepped up to the door and let the scanner next to it do its work. Louise studied the biometric lock. Had an attempted break-in recently. Had to upgrade security. Elle commented as if she was reading Louise's mind. The door unlocked with a loud click, and Elle stepped back, gesturing for Louise to go in first. Louise hesitated. She had a feeling stepping into an empty building wasn't a very good idea. Not when Elle was her only company. Elle, who had kissed her just hours ago. Elle, who kept tearing down her defenses. Elle, who she was supposed to hate, but instead seemed to like more than anyone else in a long time. Elle, who made her skin tingle with excitement. Go on, Elle said, winking. Don't be scared. Louise smiled uncomfortably and walked through the door. Lights automatically came to life all around her. They revealed a small entrance with an office at the side. The door fell closed behind them. Louise's senses went on high alert. But Elle just walked by Louise and pointed. This way to the old network monitoring room. Louise tightened her grip on the handles of the gear cases. Her hands were clammy. She reminded herself she was here to inspect the building. The network monitoring room was her top priority. Yesterday, she had been convinced Elle was hiding something. That she had fake monitoring rooms built to hide the real network hubs. Probably to hide evidence. Or maybe to keep their own fireblue technology a secret. Today, she was slightly less convinced of her theory. She might have been clutching at straws to make Al look bad and get a handle on this crazy energy between them, she knew. But she still had to be sure. She would look for evidence of recent renovations today. The biometric lock outside could be a sign there was more to discover here. Louise picked up her pace and caught up with Elle. Is the monitoring setup still active here? She asked. Elle opened a door at the end of the hallway and waved Louise through. Nope. It can be activated as a backup in case another location gets flooded, though. Louise stepped into a large space, with the usual desks everywhere. None of the screens were on. 
She put down her gear and immediately looked at the flooring to check if it was new. She wrinkled her nose. The carpet tiles were old and dirty. Elle chuckled. <laughs> Need to get that replaced. Louise straightened up, feeling caught. Yeah, she said, then pursing her lips. This was her chance to sneak in a question about the other renovations. The other network rooms looked less dated, she said as casually as possible. Elle grinned, noticed that, huh? Her eyes were sparkling with amusement. Heat rose to Louise's cheeks. Um, yeah, why were they renovated? Elle pointed at the carpet, because they looked like that. Louise stared at an ugly coffee stain on the floor. At least she hoped it was coffee. She couldn't dismiss her theory that easily, though. It all still seemed like too much of a coincidence. She frowned, deciding a direct question would work best. It's odd timing, though, she said, her eyes narrowing. The renovations do make it seem like you have something to hide. Al huffed. <laughs> oh my god, you really are suspicious about everything I say, aren't you? She shook her head, a sad smile on her lips. Louise's temper flared. I have to be. I know, Elle said, and took a step towards Louise. But tell me, what evidence have you found to back up all these allegations so far? Louise gave Elle a furious glare. You know I can't. But a voice in the back of her mind said, Nothing. I have found nothing. So far, Elle took off her cap and glasses. It's okay, I know. Louise took in a deep breath, trying to relax. A question kept burning in her mind, though. And it didn't have anything to do with the mission or the evidence she was supposed to be looking for. Why didn't you tell me you and Woodward are just friends straight away? Why didn't you let me walk out of your office thinking you were a couple? She instantly felt much more vulnerable than she liked to be. But there was no taking it back. Elle took another step closer to Louise. Their faces were only inches apart now. Because you accused me of playing a game, she said quietly. That hurt. Louise turned her head away. You can't look at me, can you? Louise huffed uncomfortably. What? No, I... Look into my eyes, Louise. Elle insisted. Louise inhaled shakily. Then... She met Elle's gaze. What do you see? Elle whispered, blinking slowly 
An intense fluttering started in the pit of Louise's stomach, but quickly spread to her chest. She searched Elle's eyes, first hesitantly, then eagerly. She saw several shades of gray. She admired the light, delicate eyelashes, the small freckles on Elsa's nose. You're beautiful, Louise admitted quietly. Her hand moved up out of its own accord. She only realized she was stroking Elle's cheek when she saw her own fingers moving towards Elle's lips. Elle's mouth opened slightly. Louise ran the tip of her finger over soft, pink lips. When Elle, in an unexpected move, flicked the tip of her tongue over Louise's finger, it immediately made Louise's blood thrum in her veins. Her breath caught. Louise kept her eyes focused on Elle's mouth. You're also dangerous, she said hoarsely. Elle smiled slowly, her lips brushing against Louise's fingertips. In a good or in a bad way, she replied in a sultry voice. Louise bit her lower lip. Both. They stood there like that for a long moment, the air between them crackling with electricity. Louise studied Elle's flushed cheeks, the sexy line of her jaw, the tender skin just below her ear. And that's when she finally couldn't take it anymore. She was fed up with fighting this. She leaned in and placed her lips on Elle's neck, just below her ear, letting out a sigh of surrender. Elle immediately tilted her head to the side, so Louise had more room. Louise placed kiss after kiss, each one more eager than the one before. She heard Elle drop the cap and glasses on the floor. Her hands then ran over Louise's back. Louise kissed her way to Elle's mouth, marveling at the softness of her skin. When their lips finally met, Elle immediately deepened the kiss, her tongue finding Louise's. They both moaned softly. Louise slid her hands into Elle's hair. Elle's fingers were raking over Louise's back with increasing urgency. They were both breathing hard now, their tongues exploring and stroking hungrily. The world started spinning around Louise. She thought her knees were going to buckle. She tried to push Elle in the direction of one of the desks without interrupting the mind-blowing kiss. But Elle was slow to respond and tripped over her own feet. Louise quickly wrapped her arm around Elle's waist to steady her. Sorry, she panted, 
forced to break up the kiss after all. Elle's curly hair was a mess. Her chest was moving up and down rapidly. Gray eyes sparkled with a feral intensity. Louise almost groaned. No one had ever looked at her like that. Ever. But then Elle suddenly giggled. (laughs) Oh, God, she said. We almost fell on that nasty floor. Louise couldn't help but laugh, too. (laughs) Ew, she replied. The fire in her lower abdomen was in control now, though. I was aiming for the dusk, she whispered. Elle immediately stopped smiling. The look of unbridled desire returned. Her nails dug into Louise's shirt. She leaned in until her lips brushed against Louise's ear. I want you so badly. Louise pressed her head against Elle's mouth softly, wanting to hear more. Elle flicked her tongue over her earlobe, then sucked it into her mouth. Her ragged breathing was driving Louise insane. Let's find another room, Elle said hoarsely, raking her teeth over Louise's neck. Louise's head snapped to the side, scanning the room. Fuck. They were in the middle of an office where pretty much anyone could walk in at any moment. And she had been ready to basically throw Elle on one of these desks. Where? She asked, struggling to recognize her own voice. There should be a room with a door we can lock. Somewhere. Elle said, running a finger from Louise's collarbone all the way to her belt. Are you sure the staff's not here yet? Louise said, slowly coming somewhat back to her senses. Elle didn't give her a chance to fully recover, though. She slipped a hand under Louise's shirt. Yes, but I don't mind hurrying, she said, moving her fingers in circles over the bare skin of Louise's stomach. Let's go, Louise said. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. This was part 20 of Connection Concealed. Thank you again to the supporters of this podcast. A special thank you to the fellow romantics who set up a recurring contribution. It makes such a big difference. Thank you. 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 All right. That was it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week. Bye.
Treat yourself to all the stories as they are meant to be experienced, intense, immersive, and with all the bells and whistles. The Bells and Whistles Theater is a unique, intimate, and immersive experience for 100 fans of the lesbian romantic. Be the first to know, read, or listen. As a theater member, you'll enjoy new releases weeks or even months before anyone else does. Go to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com, slash lesbianromantic to check if there's a seat available today. I want to welcome everyone personally, so these seats are rolling out slowly until they are fully booked and then the theater is sold out. So make sure if you want to join, you don't miss out and go check if there's a seat available today. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic today.